If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, Simone. Yes. Hey, all righty. There we go. We've got this baby to work in now. Okay. Uh, okay. What had happened earlier was I hadn't even called into the station yet when I was trying to call out to you. Okay. So, all right. Well, we're about to begin here in a few seconds. Well, actually, we're live now, so we may as well just get off into it. So, okay. good evening, everyone. My name is James Whitfield, and I am your host tonight. Our co-host, Sam, Samantha Walker, will not be able to be available tonight uh, on this interview with Miss Simone O'Higginbottom out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This is Our Turn Social Media Network Radio. We can be found at www.blogtopradio.com forward slash O-T-S-M-N for our turn social media network. Good evening, Ms. Simone. How are you doing? Good evening. I am well. How are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, I guess. I'm waiting. (laughs) (laughs) But no, uh, so I know that um, we were going to talk, our planned talk was about the Simone brand. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the Simone brand is? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, I guess I would have to say my brand um, is a brand that's relatable. My purpose and my mission is to incorporate uh, myself in the way that I see the world, the way that I interact with my community, to also incorporate other women that are doing similar or like things uh, that I'm doing. what I do, I whatever whatever I do, I try to bring as many along with me as possible. Um, I love to see other people shine. I don't like to shine by myself. Um, I love company. Uh, when I'm yeah, when I'm doing things and people are doing great things, I like to have them to be right there with me, side by side. Uh, th- that's what my brand is about. It's about elevating, empowering, and uplifting. Now, not just women. Uh, I'll take men, but I just have to. I have a. Uh, I guess I relate better to women, especially women that are in my. Uh, I guess my circle, my generation, my age group. Uh, that's who I okay. uh, relate to better. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but now, so I understand that you also have your own uh, magazine, your own radio network, um, She Product, uh, She Phoenix Magazine. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? So maybe our listeners, okay. they can, you know, for, and, and also you can let people know uh, how to um, how to find you. But real quick, let me give uh, the listeners our call-in number so we have guest call-ins they can call in and ask questions of okay. me and of you. All right, okay. folks, our guest call-in number is 845-277-9182. Once again, feel free to call in. I'm sure that Miss Simone O'Higginbottom will have no problem answering the question, or even myself. All right, now so go ahead, Simone, please. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, uh, I, I, I guess to say I have a gambit of things that I do, uh, but they all work together. Um, I have a magazine that's called Rebirth Magazine. Uh, we have not having had an, we didn't have an issue at all in 2020 due to COVID, uh, but. Okay. I had, you know, I kind of put that on the back, back burner. But the Rebirth Magazine uh, was birthed out of a need to uh, create awareness of community av- uh, advocates, uh, community organizations, uh, small businesses, because a lot of times when you are in that arena, you can't either you can't afford the exposure, or you know you're kind of overlooked, and if you're not the you know the main person, the thing that's considered to be the end thing or the thing that's trending now, uh, you're overlooked. So that was the mission of Rebirth, and is still the mission of Rebirth Magazine. And then I I have uh, She Phoenix Productions, which we do many, we have done many many events. 
Um, it's responsible for a cool and casual Sunday, which is an event, a uh, quarterly event for women to come together. That's always uh, it's themed. It's a themed event. It could be health and wellness. Uh, it could be it could be domestic violence. It could be just many many different things that we've had. But women opportunity is a free event to the public. They come out and they get uh, you know information. They, we do panel discussions. We have uh, demonstrations. It's just a, a opportunity for women just to come to a non-judgmental uh, event, uh, atmosphere, venue where we are able to uh, express ourselves freely and not feel judged. Uh, again, and now I'm working with, uh, of course, Rebirth PR and Media, where we do we have our podcast, uh, like a, our station, which is like uh, talk radio, uh, where we have many. Uh, podcast that we are doing. We've just been uh, starting our second season, kicked off uh, about a, almost a month ago, and we're partnered with Shadow World uh, Radio out of New Jersey that we co-produce these podcasts. So that's kind of uh, just a few things uh, that I'm doing. Uh, of course, I do the regular PR media. Uh, we do social media management. Uh, we do uh, uh, product placement for some of our clients. We do media placement. I mean, it's really a, just a whole realm of things that we do. We offer through nonprofits, small businesses, and individuals. Okay. Now, how far do you reach out, Simone? I mean, is it just centralized in the Baton Rouge, Louisiana area, or is this all no, over no. nationwide? It's, it, really, we have, uh, we have followers, uh, followers and clients uh, as far east as uh, New York, New Jersey, the Carolinas, wow. of course, you know, I'm connected right. with your co-host, Lucy, uh, Lucy, Lucy Bone, you say Sam Walker, uh, one and the right. same, uh, you know, Texas, Louisiana, oh, uh, Georgia. No, so let me go So we have, we have a wide net and we're widening it every day. Uh, like I said, a lot of that is due to collaboration, uh, partnerships uh, with other organizations and individuals. And um, that's one. Of, that's another one of my things that I love to do. I love to collaborate. I love to partner with other uh, small businesses like myself to help widen our net to be able to grasp and collect followers and clients and just get people introduced, you know, to our service and our products. Okay. Now I do believe that you remember Mr. Jim Cressman. Yes. Yes. The gentleman from Canada. I had extended an invitation for him to listen in tonight, so hopefully he's up there in Penticton, Canada, British Columbia, Canada, listening in. Okay. Okay. I hope so. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, so that way, you know, uh, the country music fans up there, they can hear what's happening that we're doing here in the U.S. as well. So, but, hey, that sounds like some great things that you're doing, you know, and, empowering women. I grew up in a house with eight sisters. There's seven living and so but anyway, uh yeah, I, I really wish that they were tuned in tonight, but you know, families they all do their own thing. Yeah, so now, that's true. So what's next for you? Oh my goodness. Uh I'm presently uh I'm 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 on uh I'm I'm kind of branding, working on branding uh the Simone O brand. I am actually I'm really busily working on the podcast that I have. We have the Unconcealed uh, Talk Show. We have uh, Few Birds with Another Perspective. Uh, we have uh, uh, Pretty Grinders uh, podcast. That will, the second season will be dropping soon, um, which is now, about. Uh, go ahead. What is the um, What is the uh, Another Perspective about? Based upon. Uh, that's actually uh, the pod, the podcast that uh, that that Sam Lucy. Walker, your co-host, uh, yeah, Lucy, that she uh, co- uh, she hosts that show, and it is a wonderful. It's a commentary where it's uh, where she talks about everything from politics to education uh, to uh, employment to social issues. Uh, I mean, just everything. It's a gambit of uh, everything you wow. can think of that's important um, to people. And uh, we are excited about it. It's doing really well. Uh, we have an, an extraordinary guest uh, this coming Sunday that if people just follow us on social media, they'll see who it is. And uh, we're just building on that. And it's just an, I, I love Lucy. Uh, I keep saying Lucy, Lucy slash Sam. Uh, 
uh, <laughs> she's a wonderful. I mean, she just she's wonderful. She, uh, I mean, she just she draws in the listeners, and she's very. Uh, she she has her when she speaks about what she's speaking about, and what I like, she's not she's not on one side or the other. She just she's getting that in, uh, information out there. And that's one of the purposes behind another perspective, is to get people, as it says, another perspective. So you look at things. Uh, if it's politics or if it's something to do with COVID nineteen. To give you another perspective where you are educating people, we're putting the information out there and we're not, you know, putting out fake news. Um, everything is researched uh, and we make sure that uh, the listeners are getting valuable, incredible information. So that's what another perspective is all about. Okay. Now, uh, Simone, tell your, tell your listeners real quick and uh, our listeners as well how they can uh, how they can find you, you know, so you can go give you a call letters or whatever. You know, so that that way they'll know how, and then we're going to continue the conversation. Okay. Well, most definitely they can uh, listen in on our podcast. They can go to Spreaker.com and put in the search engine uh, Rebirth Podcast, Inc., and that will bring up all the podcasts that are, uh, that's under there. And you also can go to uh, ShadowWorldsRadio.com and listen in. Uh, we can you can follow me personally uh, on Facebook, uh, Simone O Higginbotham. I on Instagram, I'm Simone the Simone O Brand. You can be feel free to follow me there. You get updates on what I'm doing next, uh, or you can email me at rebirthnow1 at gmail dot com, and that's where I can be reached. Um, and if you reach out, I'll definitely reach back. All right, thank you, and I'm uh, sure I hope everyone got that. She'll give it again here soon. But I just want to make sure that people can hear you and know how to get in contact with you because uh, you're one of them women who's media into media building. And uh, I like that, you know, to see that happening, you know. It's like uh, something I want to aspire to one day, build up my own little media empire. But this story's about you. Look, it's not as look. It's not as I don't. I don't think I aspired to do this. It kind of. It kind of just happened. Um, I think it just. It just happened. I, I never said. I never. You know, uh, sat down one day and said, you know, I want a media empire. I want to, you know, do all the things that I do. They just kind of happen. Um, and this is. And all this has happened since uh, 2013. So it wow. hasn't been a long time. Yeah, it hasn't been really a long period of time. It kind of just happened, and the more I, got, you know, I got involved and I got connected with people, and uh, you know, they said, well, you're good at this, and you should do that, and you know, and I'm good at bringing people together. For one thing, I'm good at bringing people together, and I, I and you know, my, and I can tell people my superpower is is I see people's gifts, and you know what they're good at, and who they, you know, what their purpose and their mission, and most times they don't even know. But I, that's, that's my superpower to see what. Uh, what others bring to the table, you know, what their gifts are. And I believe in, you know, everybody being included. You know, if somebody, you know, I've had people that I've met uh, via social media that I've never laid an eye on, but we are connected. And, I mean, you know, they reach out to me and they say, well, you know, I want to do this. I'm going to see if you can think about this. And can you help me do that? And that's what I do. I help them. I help them to uh, to 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 be able to get reach those goals with, their trying, with the things that they're trying to achieve. And if they, you know, if I see, see things, I can't do it. Oh, yeah, I see this. And then, you know, at the end of a conversation or end of whatever we've attempted to do and they see that they are, have the abilities to complete or to create these things, then they, they come to that realization. And um, that's, the greatest, uh, that's the greatest feeling for me, to see them, to, to see them be great. Uh, but that, that's my superpower, you know, seeing in others what they don't see in themselves. Okay, well, hey, you know, it's like um, this. Um, I have a, a similar, um, like, a short story that just kind of fell in my lap, just like the podcasting thing just kind of fell in my lap this summer. Last summer, mm-hmm. I should say. Then um, a childhood friend who's a super producer, his name is Mr. J.R. Maddox. And, uh, okay. We were having a discussion, and he said, James, you should. Uh, you should focus on untapped artists, unsigned artists, and, uh, you know, that should be your niche. And so that's what we're pursuing. And so, so far we've been done two artists and we have some more lined up, but we also have to get some regular people in who is not musically 
uh, not musical artists, you know, business people and uh, models, actors, singers, you know, business people, mm-hmm. you know. So and that's what we're trying to do. But and, uh, in 2013 is basically when I launched into the world of the World Wide Web. So. Okay, okay. But, yeah. It hasn't, it hasn't been that long, but then when I look back, I said, where did the time go? Yeah, it was like, wow, it's been that many years ago. <laughs> but you know, you know, the yeah. strangest thing is that, that in 2008, I actually drafted out a business plan for 21st century media, which was uh, music streaming before it became mm-hmm. popular. So, hmm. And then we just celebrated our 13th year of doing that. You know, we still have it on the on the table and I work behind the scenes and putting together little productions, but 21st Century Media LLC based out of Minnesota, not the one based out of Boston, but okay, we're, okay. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, been doing things and, but you know, people's like, well, who's going to really pay attention to streaming music and now it's the end thing. Exactly. Exactly. And when I think about po- all these podcasts that you hear and you see, um, back in 2013, I actually I uh, when it, when it was unheard of, were very few podcasts. Uh, like I said, I have a con- strong connection with uh, these guys out of New Jersey, and his name was uh, Mike Real. We lost Mike Real last year this time, and uh, Mike Real and I had a podcast, uh, keep, keeping it real with Mike Real and Simone. So uh, we did that, mm-hmm. and, and that was my first. You know, that was my first kind of. Uh, dip into podcast, you know, radio, you know, media was that with Mike, and that was an, a tremendous experience. And I think that kind of led me to where I am now, because even after that, in 2016, right before the flood, uh, the great flood, the 100-year flood here in Baton Rouge, uh, I was on the radio. I was on a gospel radio station. I had a community show uh, that was Monday through Friday uh, from uh, 8 till 1, and I, I love that. I'm, 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 you know, and if, I, after the flood happened, and I mean, it just that kind of stalled everything out as far as that. But I had an opportunity for about a year to work with, you know, actually in radio on air, and that was my first experience with that. I learned to work the boards and all of that, and that was that, that was a, a an awesome experience. And then I started thinking about a couple of well, maybe in twenty end of twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen, I've started, you know, getting that. Uh, yearning to go back to radio and somebody said well why don't you just do your own radio thing your own radio station and you know that's where I led me to doing this podcast where it's not it's not really music that we are having we're just doing a like the talk the podcast uh, version of radio yes. so that's what you know that led me to that so I'll be you know continuing to add on to that and eventually I'm thinking I'll probably have music and things like that uh, period to where we have music on there but that's, you know, that's one of my goals uh, in, the, you know, the next maybe year or so to do that. But, um, okay. you know, I started out with podcasts when it wasn't the end thing. And now, I mean, everybody has a podcast now. I know. Even got your little baby brother got a podcast. Now, let me quit <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> You're right. Everybody has a podcast. and It's amazing how something that, you know, they said it wouldn't last, it wouldn't, you know, even when I started back with my um, magazine, it was online, you know, and all oh, people want, you know, stuff in print, but just about everything has gone online now. And that was back in, yeah, like, 2008, 2009 when I did that. So, you know, yeah. when we first started, it was online. So it's just it's, it's amazing you, how, yeah. You know, some people's dreams are bigger are bigger than, than most people can imagine, and it scares the daylights out of them that when you get to talking about wanting to fulfill that dream, they'll just mm-hmm. sit back and say, now they're going to go make a damn fool out of themselves. And then a few years later, they were, like, they were really on to something. Exactly. You know, so, and uh, I like shaking them up when they think, oh, well, that ain't going to work. Okay. It may not work for you, but I'm going to make it work for me. And there you I go. And I feel the same way. I see that you're definitely been making it work for you. So, now, I know that you have a uh, part of the Simone brand. I'm going to get the last name wrong, probably. Well, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last. But there's a young lady named Pamela that, that works. With. What, does, uh, what does that? Is she with She Phoenix or? 
You talking about oh, Pamela Vessel? Vessel? Uh, yeah, the one that was in the photo on the on the flyer. Yeah, yes, that is uh, Pam Pamela Vessel and our friends. Uh, we go a ways back, and she and I last year during the pandemic, we actually have a business called Phoenix and Company, which we offer uh, their monthly. Uh, their bags uh, that are filled with different items uh, for women. And it's okay. our demographic, of course, are women our age, uh, the, you know, in a transition of life. And um, it's, we have a website, it's phoenixandcompany.net, uh, and we offer, uh, it could be cosmetics, what we do, uh, they go on and uh, they take a, like a little questionnaire and we find out, you know, what it is that they like, favorite color, uh, maybe a sense of, you know, favorite type of food. You know, it could be anything, and they get five items. It's a, it's a, uh, it is a subscription bag, and okay. that's what that's about. And uh, our goal is to start this year, uh, this summer. We're going to do some virtual events, and eventually, once this pandemic subsides, or if it, you know what I'm saying, I'm just going to say if or when it subsides, uh, we're going to be doing some in-person events uh, at venues and things. But it's an empowerment. A movement that we started during the pandemic for women that are forty and up and women of color. So that's okay. what uh, that's who Pam is. Pam is my partner okay. in crime. Yeah. Well, you know, I saw the photo and I said, well, let's see if Simone will incorporate her into this. You know, because I'm sure people are probably seeing the flyer and like, okay, well, that's yeah, her. I didn't know if you, if you would have wanted her on here, she would have been on here. I didn't realize that. I saw the flyer. Uh, I guess it's a little late in the day, but I didn't realize that. But if we we next time with, that I come on, I definitely have Pam on. She's because uh, we actually have uh, a couple of uh, podcasts that are coming up in March next month that we're going to be a part of because we're getting ready to um, add, you know make some um, some big changes to our website and make some additions to our website, and we're going to be doing some really fun stuff this summer. So um, next time you have me on, I'll definitely have Miss Vessel will be right here with me. Okay, yeah, you know, because it's like, you know, you see one person and, you, and then you're speaking of the Simone brand or, you know, or or the Phoenix company, and they're like, okay, well, why is only one person here, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, but that, I had no clue. So, like I said, yeah, she'll, she'll be here next time, and she's, she's the creative genius behind Phoenix and company. She's a creative genius, a very creative, uh, I mean, just, I don't think she realizes her her talent when it comes to being, you know, her creativity. I don't think she even she's realized it yet. But uh, and, I'll be fifty you know, next month, and Pam is a Pam. We're both we'll both be in our fifties after next month. So uh, okay. we we, you we know, travel so together was, and everything. So yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I was going to send a shout out for a belated happy birthday to Miss Moon, and your birthday ain't even arrived yet. Um, 39 anyway. days away. <laughs> hey, there you go. Count them down. Count them 39, down. Yes, I'm counting down. Yes, 39 days. Look, I, I told I told my daughter the other day, I say, out of all the milestone birthdays, I am more excited about this one than any, than 18, 21, 25, or whatever. I just, I'm so excited about this milestone. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't quite know why I'm so excited about it yet. But it's a it's a tremendous feeling to know that I'm 30 days out from you know the first half starting the I, I look at starting the second half of my life, um, right. and I'm I'm just excited about it. I'm I'm ready to embrace it. I'm ready for it to get started, and it's I know it's so many great things to come. And I tell people all the time, you know, this is the B side of my life, and I'm going to enjoy it. Hey, well, you know, you do just that. You know. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, fifty is a it's, it's a remarkable number. Uh, I passed it about a hundred years ago. Now let's go play it. But no, I am uh, I I just turned sixty last year, you know. So okay, and uh, you know, and people there are like, well, aren't you getting started in this a little late? Well, actually, yes and no, you know. But with me, and no telling them what I'm going to get started with next, you know, so. Exactly. You know, age is just I mean, a number, and uh, to me, you're forever young, you're young at heart, uh, and it's never too late to start anything, you know. Um, I look at a lot of, when I, I remember when I started college uh, back in 1989, um, there was a lady that was in a class with me, 
and this lady was 75 years old, and she, we both were first-time freshmen. And she, I remember mm-hmm. just looking up in my mind as an 18-year-old, I'm saying this lady got to be out of her mind, you know, to be in here. And then after, as I've gotten older, I understand um, she probably didn't have the opportunity to go when she wanted to go. But I, I think that for her to go back, that took tremendous courage, number one. And she's an inspiration because, you know, she, people can inspire so many others. It's never too late. And I often remember, you know, I think about her from time to time, and I always, you know, it's never too late to go back to school. And I remember her 75 years old in a room full of 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. But, uh, you know, it's never too late. Like you said, it's never too late, you know, to start something next, to start the next, uh, the next, you know, uh, chapter in your life. Uh, it's, it's just never too late. It's always, you know, good to just continue to uh, learn and to move on and try new things. You know, son Simone, and I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. You know, it's it's never too late. Um, growing up, I hated school, and I didn't think that a teacher could teach me anything that I didn't already know. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, a lot of I used to call a lot of teachers out, and then I'd end up teaching the class, and the students liked it better when I taught. But the thing is, is I had to tone my little arrogance down back then, and and. Uh, but as I got older, I began to appreciate, you know, education more. And uh, I, even though I went to a dozen of universities, I didn't earn a degree at not one. But when it came to law school, that's where I earned my degree at. Got the law school degree and then come out and couldn't get a job. So, <laughs> so I learned filmmaking and uh, television production. And so that's where I've been on that vein ever since. So. Okay. But, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, you know, so it's like you're never too old to get out there and learn or to try new things. You know, the only one that can impose the limitations on you is yourself. And that is correct. You are, uh, we are our worst critics. So I find that you know we uh, we have a tendency to be uh, critical of ourselves. We are, you know, we're our worst criti- critics. And I find myself critiquing myself all the time, and I'm always trying. I always put myself on this like this time frame, uh, having to, you know, I have to have this done by this time and ha- done by this date. And then I, uh, a classmate, uh, told me a few weeks ago. He said, "You know, there is no hurry. There is always you have." He says you have a sense of urgency all the time, and he was right. I just had this sense of urgency. I have to have it done by this time. I have to do. He said, "Take your time and 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 when you and just let things just roll out. Just take your time and, and do what you have to do. You don't have to do be you, be all over the place." And I and I I took his advice about that. I thought about it. I said, "You know what? I am all over the place. Uh, I am, and that's why I was. You know, I find myself to be just tired, run down, overwhelmed. And I stopped, and for about two weeks, I got myself really organized, and I sat down and I wrote out my goals, my long term, my short term term goals, what I wanted to do, what was what were the things that the things that I wanted to achieve in the first three months of twenty twenty one. And that's how I I took my planner and I broke down the year into into quarters to where I won't become overwhelmed and whatever I do and I put out there, it would be my very best at what I put out there. So, you know, I'm very grateful his prayer of telling me that and you know, even you ne- like goes back to you're never too old to learn. I learned something new then, you know, it's not you don't have to just 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 pound out stuff, you know, back to back, back to back. Take your time. There's no there's no urgency about it. So I find myself to be uh, you know, more relaxed about what I'm doing. I'm more uh at ease at what I'm doing. So that's what I I've taken the time to do. And I, I I implore anybody that's doing anything to be get yourself organized, first of all. And then you once you get organized, you got have a plan. And when you put that plan you know, down. Make sure you have long term and short term, and kind of set have these benchmarks when you want to, you know, reach these benchmarks. And, and that's what you have to do. And I found, like I say, even though we're just into the very first day of the second month of 2021, I'm in a good place at what I, you know, things I need to get accomplished. And um, I'm, I'm another a bit of information I'd like to get out there too. If you're doing something, get you an accountability partner, somebody that's going to pull your chain. And say, hey, that's too much on your plate, or 
why you haven't completed this, because that can go either way. You either, you, either you're procrastinating or you're doing too much. And I have a, right. a, a accountability. <laughs> yeah, I have an accountability partner. You know that uh, we 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 zoom every Tuesday at one o'clock, and uh, Tondra and I do that every Tuesday at not one o'clock. Every Tuesday at eleven o'clock, it's a reoccurring zoom that we do, and we find you know it helps us when I walk away from that zoom. I almost you know it's like a weight has been lifted up because I can bounce things off of her, she, and she'll tell me. You know, you should whatever you should tell me if that's too much. You know, you're overdoing it, or that's you know you should take your time and do it this way. And I do the same thing for her. And even though our businesses are completely different, and I'm glad that they are, uh, because right. she, you know, when you have a set of eyes that's not doing the same thing that you're doing, then they have okay. sometimes a better perspective on what you're doing. So she's a travel agent. Um, she has uh, CMK Travels, and uh, okay. you know, travel has been really hit hard. Uh, during this pandemic, and we had an accountability Zoom last week, and I was telling her, I said, well, you know, if people are not booking, then what you need to do is make your 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 business a means of like a hub for information for travel. Keep people updated about COVID travel, what the rules and regulations are, even in and out of the country, you know, what they need to do to remain safe. Give them alternatives to traveling outside of the country or traveling by plane. I said, create a movement where people will start to travel by car. You know, again, back in the day when I was growing up, you know, your parents, you get in the car, you travel mostly as a family, you travel by yep. car. And, you know, yep. I, still to the day, I prefer it because you get to see more, you get to do more when you travel that way. So I, and she today I, she was telling me about, you know, an experience she had with, with a client that reached out to her. And same thing I told her last week about education, educating her, her clients about what's going on with COVID. And she said, you know, they didn't know that that was going on with travel with COVID, that when you enter back in the United States, when you leave the country, that you have to have a COVID test to come back, a, a negative COVID test to enter back into the country. They had no clue. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's that's like just, yeah, get yourself, yeah. Yeah, get yourself an accountability partner, somebody that you can trust that's going to be not somebody that's going to patronize you, somebody that's going to be real with you and tell you just how it is and uh, that's going to be honest with you about what you're doing as far as your business or whatever your project or whatever it is. That's and I, You know, that's my number one thing. Get somebody. That's, you don't need somebody that's going to be a yes man or a yes woman. You need somebody that's going to hold you accountable. Yes, I have a, I have a business partner like that. Um, with my nonprofit, uh, <clears throat> he's telling me. He says, uh, "He said, James. He says, uh, you got multiple business plans. He said, each one of them are million dollar plans. He says, but you can't do them all at once. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, why not? That's how I usually do things, you know. Is uh, I have to, I have to immerse myself in five or six different projects at one time." Otherwise, I get very bored with either one at any given time. So that's why I'm uh, currently I have this podcast. I have my own social media site. I have uh, a nonprofit to help ex-offenders all over the world. Um, you know, so there's different things that I do. And then we still have the media company, the, the streaming service. And, you know, so and then I constantly get calls from people about legal problems. And it's like, but I no longer deal with the law. Since I couldn't get hired on in the law field, I just walked away from it. So my law degree is just nothing more than a plaque hanging on my wall. You know, sad to say, but that's how it is nowadays. But, yeah. you know, so it's just reaching out. And, uh, and we're trying now to give people such as yourself a voice on a medium, even though you have your own, but it doesn't hurt to have it spread out. And uh, we're distributed through iHeartRadio, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Spreaker, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, CastBox, and about 10 other different uh, other major podcasts around the world. It gets it all out there. So, And once again, let and me that, give my yeah. call here, and then we'll get right back to you. Once again, folks, okay. you're tuned in to our turn social media network radio on blogtalkradio.com forward slash OTSM. And I am your host, James Whitfield, and our co-host, Samantha Walker slash Lucy Bones, could not be with us here tonight due to a family situation. Okay, now we return right back to Miss Simone O'Hickenbottom. Sorry about that, Simone. 
<laughs> Understandable, no problem. So I, I'm just I'm excited to be. Well, tell me this. Uh, what 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 you said that you have? Uh, I know this is a new platform that you're 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 working with. Right. Oh, well, so, what the hour? Oh, what the hour turn social media network or with the radio station here? Uh, no, the hour turn social media network. Oh, the hour turn social media network is something that actually Lucy Bones and I. Uh, developed back in 2017 because I got tired of the Facebook uh, privacy issues, you know, they're mm-hmm, buying mm-hmm. and selling people's privacy off and their data. So we started putting together the plans for our turn social media network where we'll be devoid of giving up people's privacies. And so um, it is like a put, it's a set up structured like Facebook, like MySpace, like Pandora, like uh, LinkedIn, like Twitter, like Instagram, it's all those rolled into one and a home shopping network with over 2,305 individual stores to shop from. Um, We have jobs here in Minnesota. We have jobs nationwide. We have jobs throughout Canada. We have jobs internationally. We have over 45,000 radio networks that we can plug people into in every language known to man. We also have excerpts to uh, live TV in over 230 countries, spanning all seven continents. So, and, uh, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a one-stop shop for everything. You know, it's just as like when you were called, when I called you in, I told you I was listening to a radio station out of uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and I'm sitting right here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, you know. So, and then okay, okay. earlier earlier in the day, I was listening to an R&B station out of uh, Belgium, you know. So it's like, uh, and this it just kind of surprised me. So you can check out anything you like on there. You can go on and create your little profile. It doesn't cost anything. Everything on there is free. You know, you got games for people who like to play the little online games. If they think it's only exclusive on Facebook, no, we have those games as well on our site. Sit and play to your heart's content. Even if you don't do nothing but turn it into a podcast, I mean, into like a Pandora, like setting or a game arcade center. Hey, come on, check it out. And it's Black-owned, and this is the first day of Black History Month. Yeah, we got yes, to talk is. about that. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. I, I I was thinking uh, this morning, the first, uh, when I realized in February 1st, Black History, and I thought about the first individual that came to mind. Uh, we lost her a couple of days ago uh, on Thursday. Uh, last week we lost Cicely Tyson. And when I think yes, about Black right. History, she's like so iconic, the epitome of excellence, of black excellence. And um, I was listening to her bits and pieces of her final interview uh, she had with uh, Gail King and uh, when she was talking about her and I just said that about her when I when I heard about her passing and uh, like my daughter and I were talking about it I said what I loved about her she never had a role that would be considered uh, to demoralize uh, African-American women she never played uh, you know, a prostitute or a drug addict or anything like yeah. she refused those. I said never did she ever have those type of roles. She was very picky, uh, and she chose the roles that she uh, she portrayed because they were always strong women that she portrayed. And that's what I loved about her. And she was just such a classy, and she also made it all right to be a chocolate a chocolate girl. Uh, yes, it was okay did. to be chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and 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 I I'm, I admire her for that. I, and to be honest with you, and I, out of fame, you know, so many famous people have left here, um, but her death and Aretha Franklin's death, those are the the famous individuals, the only two famous individuals that ever made me shed a tear, because it's almost like I knew them. Um, but those two deaths, they really uh, touched me. But those two women, they are the epitome of black excellence. And um, that's some of the things we need to, you know, our children. Um, Everybody is not as blessed uh, as my daughter or my nephew who 
grew up in households with my mother and myself and my grandmother that, you know, knew black history. Um, I have a great nephew. Um, last year we were at right, just all this right. That's amazing. You know how normal it was. We didn't have one this year, but he is, he's 11 years old now, but uh, in 2020, uh, we went to the MLK celebration here in Baton Rouge and uh, he had never, they, they were singing the uh, the black national anthem. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, he said, what is that? I said, he said, black people have a national anthem. I said, yeah. I said, if you had a, my mother would have lived long enough. I said, you would have known it too. I said, because that's something my mother would sing that song all the time. Uh, and it just was, a, you know, an amazing thing that, uh, you know, a lot of children are not aware of their history of their, you know, and their culture. And um, that's one thing that uh, as an African-American parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, that's something we need to start pushing for in our schools. Uh, if we can't get it in the schools, we need to start uh, having it at home because it's that important. I think we're losing, you know, we're losing uh, the sense of history, uh, you know, with our children. And I, to me, that's a sad, that's a, it's a sad thing. And, uh, you know, when you lose your history, we, we have a tendency to forget who we are. Uh, and where we and where we come from, and that's something I don't want to see happen. But um, it's amazing. But I, 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 every day I'm, I'll be posting something about, you know, Black History, and really and truly, we, just, we should not just wait till February to celebrate. That should be something from you know, from, from January first to December thirty first of every year. It should be three sixty five that we celebrate our history. We shouldn't. And it's always amazing. I think about it. We got Black History Month, and it's the shortest month of the year. That's that, that amazes me. Yeah. That, now that gets yeah. me. That's the part that gets me yeah. uh, about yeah. that. You know, <laughs> you know something. Else, you know, I think <laughs> you know just I, yeah. I think that you know that now that you brought that point up, I think that should be something that that we should try to drive home and instill in people to to do all year long. You know, even mm-hmm. if. Uh, even if it's only for a, a half hour a day, but you're educating mm-hmm. someone about themselves, about their history that has been watered down or wiped away and changed and rewritten. You yeah, know, so, exactly, and, uh, exactly. Yeah, and we shouldn't have to, you know, uh, hear about our history uh, uh, for MLK Day in January uh, and, you know, those 28 or depends on if it's leap year, those 28 or 29 days. Uh, that those right. are the days that we hear, you know, and I, but I will say this here in Baton Rouge, uh, Juneteenth is for well, all my life. I, we always had a Juneteenth celebration. Um, okay. That's big here in Baton Rouge, Juneteenth celebration, but I don't think it's maybe in many other places that's not celebrated uh, like it's celebrated. We have festivals here, um, you know, oh, yeah. big celebrations. Yes, we have celebration here. We, the first time uh, we haven't had one was last year, of course, because of the pandemic. Uh, but I um, actually one of my clients, uh, which is uh, Kadav Inc., which is a nonprofit here in uh, Baton Rouge and North Baton Rouge, based out of North Baton Rouge, um, they they put on this huge uh, uh, Black History, not Black History, Juneteenth celebration. And last year, of course, not because of, due to COVID, we uh, we did not have it. But and but uh, the last few years, I saw that celebration become more and more diverse. And when I mean diverse, it just wasn't us there. Uh, I saw it become diverse because we had, of course, people from other races start to come to this festival. And you know, I was amazed. I, I think in 2018, when I first started noticing that, and I stood as an outside event, and I was like, I was in complete awe. You know, and it goes to show you, and that's because of education, when you begin to educate people not only within our culture, within our race, but we start to educate outside, then, of course, yeah. when they have a better understanding of who we are, then, of course, that that's what happens. That has a tendency to happen. So, uh, if, as long you know, education is the key. And, re- and people don't realize that even with all the social injustice and racism that we're having, here and you know it's always been here, but for the last four years we have saw a a tremendous growth of maybe it being shown outwardly. Um, but if, until we just really got to continue to educate people, and that's why it goes back to the schools. We have to have education about it in school, 
And a lot of times I tell people when we have, you know, police officers, not necessarily, now don't get me wrong, some of them are, I'm quite sure, are racist. Uh, but a lot of times when you are educated and uneducated about a people and there's a lot of propaganda, a lot of fake news, then, of course, that creates fear. And yes, you, 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 you fear what you don't understand. That is true. So, you know, that, you know, all that goes back to that until we can – education is the key to all these social ills and things that are going on not only in here in Louisiana, but all over the world, education is the key. And once you educate people, uh, you you know, you just like hate is taught, and educating can also teach people to love and be able to live with one another. And I truly, that truly believe that. That is true. Simone, go ahead and give the people one uh, again, your little contact information. We, um, you know, I was. It was suggested that I do this, and uh, like I say, I'm I'm new at this. So go ahead and give me a call out information okay. again. So okay, um, um, I can be uh, reached on social media uh, on Facebook, Simone O Higginbotham, Instagram, the Simone O Brand. I'm um, also my business. Everything is up under Rebirth PR and Media on Facebook. Same thing on Instagram. My email address is rebirthnow1 at gmail.com. And if you are interested in listening to our podcast, you can go to Spreaker.com and put in the search Rebirth Podcast Inc. Or you can find us, as he said earlier about his uh, media, we can be found on iHeart, Google Podcasts, uh, Deezer, CastBox, on all of the podcasts formats, not formats, platforms, we can be heard. So, uh, like I said, reach out to me, and I'll certainly reach back. Yep, and, hey, I appreciate that. You know, we you know we got to keep the people informed of how to be in touch with each other because uh, we're about to, believe it or not, I understand we're about to hit some real turbulent times here coming over the next few days with this upcoming uh, impeach, second impeachment trial. So we don't know how yes. that's going to go, what no, we the, do not. the country's going to be in. But the only thing is, is just that people be safe and be vigilant. And uh, I hate to sound like the government, but social distance. <laughs> act like act like you owe somebody some money and then you're trying to pay them back. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's imp- important to us Plus to be able to get out of this situation that we are with this COVID-19. I implore people to practice social distance. And please mask up. Uh, it, it, yes. it, it, it doesn't take anything. for You know, so, people are just so dead against it. They're taking our rights away. But you're not only protecting somebody else, but you're protecting yourself. Oh, Bottom well, line. Speaking, speaking of that, did you know that uh, starting tonight at 11.59 p.m., Mm-hmm. Anyone caught on public transportation in a taxi, Uber, or any place inside a building or without a mask, they face a fine. It, uh, in some yeah. cases, some are saying that it's a federal crime. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whoa, wait a minute. This is getting uh, serious here, you know. So yeah. be safe out there, well, people. I, be careful. Yeah. Be vigilant. And... Hmm. Uh, you know, so now be, before we, uh, as we start to wind down, we have like about 11 minutes here. Who's been the most inspirational person in your life, Simone? Hmm. My mother, my late mother, Florida May Higginbotham. Okay. Uh, my mother was thing to a whole lot of people. And I think that I, I'm, I'm, I've been told, I my cousin told me the other night, she said, you sound, and I know I do, I sound just like her, so you sound just like her. Everything, I don't look anything like her because I look just like my dad, and I know that. Um, but I know her way of thinking, her way of doing things. My mother was a giver, um, gave of herself unselfishly, uh, without any thought, um, you know, and for her. She, she inspired me the most. She was a caregiver. She was a nurturer. Um, she was loved. She was everything to her neighbors. I mean, she just she just was a person that was a giver and just was a, 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 a just a good person. And, and I strive to be like her. Um, I strive to be the woman that she was, the grandmother, the mother that she was, and the great grandmother that she was. I haven't made it to the great grandmother part. I am a grandmother, 
But, um, you know, that, that she inspires me when I say, and, you know, um, she she was all she's always going to tell you the truth, and that's what I like about her. She'll tell you the truth. She said it, it make hurt you a little bit. She said, but I'm never going to lie to you. So um, she inspired me, inspires me to to do the things that I do, in my, especially in my community and for uh, other people. She was big on doing for other people. So my mother. All right. Hey, well, that's good. You know, it's um, I um, I grew up without a mom, so I I. Uh, you know, so when I encounter people who have a much love and respect and admiration for their mom, um, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, can she adopt me too? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> she was a look. She was everybody's mama. That was, that, you know, that that was the weirdest thing about it. We, we, you know, she, I just have a brother, a brother that's two years younger, and uh, she was everybody's mother. And you know, like I tell people, it, it does my heart good. You know, to run across people that still, my mom's been gone now a little over five years, and still running across people that she did something that inspired them or something that helped them. Um, and even every, from time to time, people will post about her still on social media. You know, and, and for, you know, you know sometimes well. to be gone that long, and for, you know, every once in a while, you know, a young woman said, if you didn't want the truth, don't ask Miss Florida because she was going to give it to you. Um, and uh, uh, last year, uh, last year my daughter and I went uh, to the neighborhood where I grew up in. Uh, one of my mom's neighbors had died, and we were going in to view the body, my daughter and I. And, and this man that lived in the neighborhood, uh, I was I, my daughter had walked out ahead of me, and I was coming. And he goes, he, "This is what he told me." He said, "Mariah, I said I know something wrong with your eyes if you think I'm 22 or 23 years old." That's <laughs> I said, that's Mariah down there. So he he he, and he stood there and he talked to me. He said, you know, I miss Miss Flo. I said, yeah, me too. He said, she looked out for me. He said, when I was doing things, I had no business. Say she looked out for me. She didn't judge me, but she scolded me. He said, but I done straight, he said, I've straightened up my life He picked because of her. He said, the person who I could lean on and depend on was gone. And, you know, for somebody to say that about your mother, you know, because sometimes when you leave here, people say some of the most atrocious things about you. But I haven't run yeah. across that one person that had anything bad to say about her. Uh, she just was an honest person. And, she was, you know, she would tell you in a way to let you know she wasn't going to beat around the bush and tell you what you wanted to hear. But, you know, I, that's one of the most blessings about having that kind of mother, you know, that people still talk about her. They still they they'll tell me, I miss your mama. I miss her. You know, they just still have that going on after uh, going into six years. You know, that's 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 a, a legacy, a one hell of a legacy to to leave behind. Yes, it is. You know, it's like, but you know, uh, you have a good heart, Simone. You know, and I've been seeing all the good that you do, especially when I see your little post about Zion City and your efforts out there. Oh. You guys are doing things. I was like, oh, look at him. You didn't think I was going to burn Oh, my goodness. You didn't think I paid attention, did you? Yeah, I've been paying attention. Oh, no, I did not. Look, that's, no, man, I I lived in Zion City for the first 38 years of my life. And that is, my mom was born there. She was born on on that street in the house uh, that we lived in. She was born in that house. And, you know, that's, that's a big part of me, that neighborhood. And, you know, everywhere I go, I tell people where I'm from. I have no problem telling them where I'm from, and I love, I love, I love that neighborhood. And that just, that just, I mean, that just tickled me for you to say that, Zion City. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, you know, it's like I looking up, like okay, all right, and see, and uh, you know, so there's something, you know. Uh, but like I said, we're gonna be in touch, and you will be back again, and okay, then bring okay, in, well, bring your partner Pam, and and hopefully uh, Lucy, let's send a shout out to. Uh, Lucy Bones slash Sam, and I, jo- I was joking earlier when I said, oh, she's one in the same? I knew that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no um, I was going to send a little, you know, with prayers out, you know, that uh, that everything's okay there. You know, she has a little yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then uh, we're going to be preparing for our um, our. Um, podcast tomorrow night with a young lady out of Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. You know, that's so about, I'm uh, going down. That's not, that's not too far from my neck of the woods. Yeah, I'm going I'm going across the bottom today. I mean this week 
And then we're going to come back up top. Then we're going to go back to the midsection. Then we're going to hit the bottom again. Okay. <laughs> you know. But now, uh, I know I have a lot of friends down in that uh, uh, New Orleans, Lake Charles area, Louisiana, down in Lake Providence, you know, so. Okay, my daughter's uh, paternal side of her family is from the Lake Providence area. Okay, yeah, so. So, yeah, but anyway, familiar yeah. with Lake Providence. Yeah. yeah, well, we're going to send a big shout-out, everybody, to Miss Simone Higginbottom out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure having her here on the show here today, and we look forward to having her again. Now it makes me wish I'd extended the time to two hours instead of just one hour, you know. But maybe on the next <laughs> show when her and Sam come on, yeah, we'll, we'll make it a two-hour show, and then that will really drive y'all crazy. Who knows? You might even get me to talk in my Louisiana accent then. And I ain't nowhere from Louisiana. I'm proud of Indiana, but I love the accents, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, uh, all righty. Well, Simone, uh, you got anything else you want to share with us? We're down to about four minutes here. No, I just want to really thank you for the opportunity. I've enjoyed this uh, this conversation this evening. It has been great. Thank you. Um, I, not... I, I enjoy speaking with you as usual. Uh, the conversation is good, and it's just good. Just it's like sitting around at home, chit chatting, and talking about uh, as 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 look as my uncle would say, shooting breeze, and yep, uh, just go. just enjoy, yeah, just enjoying the conversation and just kind of uh, connecting with people out there to let them know, you know, who I am and what I'm about and what I got going on, and I'm just excited about 2021, regardless of what may happen or what happened in 2020. I'm excited about 2021 and what it's going to bring. All righty. Now, folks, let me give you a quick tip here. Uh, once again, let me tell you how to contact us. You can contact us at uh, at OurTurnSMN at gmail.com for Our Turn Social Media Network. Or you can uh, visit us on www.OurTurnSocialMedia.com and create a profile, and that way we can interact. I am the admin for that site. I am the key master, and uh, we have some members signed up. And once again, they're kind of liking the site. You know, it's small, but you can help us grow. You're always talking about that you want to support black businesses. This is a black-owned business that you can support and get behind. And once again, you can always follow us on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I better shut my mouth. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, those. And also uh, we have here our radio network, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash OTSM. And I am your host, James Whitfield, and we have been speaking with Miss Simone O. Higginbottom out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the founder and CEO of Rebirth Radio, Rebirth Magazine, She Phoenix Magazine, and She Phoenix Productions, and the Phoenix and co-founder and owner of Phoenix, I mean Phoenix and Company. Did I say that last part right, Simone? Yes, you did. You got it right. You got it right. Okay, and I just got the 90-second warning, so once again, Simone, give them your shout-out, your, your contact, and that'll take us on out of here. All right, you guys. You can reach me at my email at rebirthnow1 at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook, Simone O. Higginbotham, the Simone O. Brand on Instagram, and you also can reach out to me on Facebook, Rebirth PRN Media. All righty. Thank you, everyone, and we really appreciate having you all tune in and listen to us here tonight, and we hope that you'll continue to tune in and listen to our various chats. Like I said, on Tuesday, February 2nd, we have Miss Kimberly Biggs of Biggs Enterprises and Consulting Services out of Jackson, Mississippi, joining us. And then on February 15th, we have uh, Emmanuel Elohim out of Atlanta, Georgia, uh, from True to Life Music and True to Life, I mean, yeah, True to Life Pictures, LLC, joining us. 
And uh, we'll have other guests in between that time, but please stay tuned and follow us. We'll keep you posted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Everyone have a good night. Stay safe. Keep your social distance, and we hope to see you on the radio again. All right, Simone. All right. Good night. All right. The episode is ended, Simone, so... All right, you still there? Uh, who the-